This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Homesdale Radio. Preview podcast. Crowdfunded by Palace fans. For Palace fans. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Homesdale Radio Preview Podcast Episode 10. I am your host Terence Ford of redandbluearmy.co.uk and we are out of the back of Hambo's car and into familiar surroundings to preview our trip to Wembley this weekend. Albert Curley joins again this week after I rescued him from Hambo's Jag. Yes, he drives a Jag. And the old geezer Philpot returns, so expect some fireworks because the game is on Guy Fawkes night. Get it? Never mind. We'll have news, predictions, previews and all of that jazz. But before all of that, remember to head over to holradio.net forward slash subscribe to ensure that you never miss another whole radio podcast. Yes, welcome guys. It's um, episode 10. I checked earlier, Philpot. We're, we're nearing on 50 episodes of this, mate. And really? You've been there, you've been there with on most of them with me so we're closing in but it's not we're not quite there yet i think we've got a, we've got a few more losses to preview until we get there <laughs> you know you, well, you never know i might actually get to see you at a game one point i actually don't think you go for these palace games I'm, it's, I'm a myth mate i'm a myth <laughs> a myth not a myth no legend and um albert <laughs> um we did you did you know that hambo drive the jag no and you were certainly miffed when you had to sit in the back of it yeah, um, it's very, it's very small, isn't it? And we're we're, I, we're not we're not small guys. Well, no, well, the, the the thing that made it worse. So when Hambo was picking me up for the Bristol City game, just out of convenience, um, I agreed to uh, he's going to pick me up outside Cheshire World of Adventures, and uh, <laughs> he was late. And unfortunately, I was wearing a bit of a you saw the the jacket I was wearing. Some people are liking it to like a flashes coat, um, <laughs> and I was also wearing sunglasses. So standing outside a uh, what is essentially a child child attraction for <laughs> 35 minutes wearing dark glasses and a flash of sky. I got quite paranoid. So I, I walked half a mile up the road to wait to wait in the petrol station for him instead. <laughs> and I mean, and I'm then, not I'm not suggesting that Hambo drives that Jag fast, but there's no reason for him to be late, right? <laughs> no, no, exactly. And then and then about six police cars turned up <laughs> whilst I was standing at the Wild Bean Cafe which pranged me out a little bit more. And then it was like, 
I saw a hamburger beer soon. And then he turned up in the most gangster looking <laughs> sleek black jag. And I was like, now I've got to go and get in that car. We're just drawing attention to ourselves. Um, but yeah, still no KFC. Still no KFC. Yes. Anyone who did, did you make amends? Did you make uh, amends? I haven't made amends. No, no I've, I've got nowhere near it. Although I might have, may have had a few beers before I recorded this podcast and there could be some takeaway happening after this. Um, the big news today, Palace-wise, is that Loftus-Cheek has been called up to the England squad. Um, Mr. Philpott, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, would he have ever got that call up to the England squad if he was just a Crystal Palace player and not actually a Chelsea player? Not a chance. Uh, Crystal Palace are the perennial non-fashionable club, aren't we? So uh, it's it's like the Will Zaha scenario. He All the time he was eligible to play for Palace, uh, for England, he would never got in the England squad either because he plays for Palace. Uh, lost his cheek. I mean, there's there's actually some mixed views about it on social media today. I mean, I for one am delighted for the bloke, and uh, I think it's uh, you know a great uplifting profile for the club. But there's there's people on there saying, well, hang on a minute, this is a guy that's struggling to get into a struggling Palace team. How comes he's getting into the England squad? Which I completely disagree with. I I hasten to add, uh, I'm delighted for it, and I'm I'm really pleased with the chat, and I hope he does well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I think it's probably down to injuries, isn't it? That he's not. I don't think he's struggling to get in. I think people probably missed that point from the outside that he has. He has picked up a few niggly injuries. Um, he's got a big. How, he's got a, a really bad case of not running back itis. Mm, he? he certainly does, and that's what I was going to ask you. There, I was going to. He, going forward, undoubtedly has great talent. Um, I think it was. I saw a stat today saying he has the most take-ons of any central midfielder in the Premier League, and at points he does just look like uh, I don't even know how to say it. Just a tiger running through the Serengeti as he like just strolls past midfielders with a ball. That's a beautiful image. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's. You have had four pints, haven't you? <laughs> four and a half. It's made it more creative, all those. <laughs> But there's no, there's no doubt that he has loads of talent. And but you're right, like he's tracking back his industry. Could you imagine if if he had Andros Townsend's engine, like he would undoubtedly be a great great player. But until he adds that to his game, I'm not sure. But I think it's great that England are giving youth a chance. It's nice to see that you know we've got Germany and Brazil. They're not easy games coming up, but it's nice to see that you know you get Loftus Cheek in there, Tammy Abraham, Gomez from Liverpool. You know you want to see how those players behave in those situations where you're like you know you're against brazil now you're against germany now these are undoubtedly the two best nations in the world put them in at the deep end and see if they sink or swim so i'm happy with that but you know it does irk on me a little bit that you know will bizarre can't get anywhere near that england team and loftus cheek who can't be bothered half the time can but never mind can i just ask you terence you've like going forward you've likened him to a tiger running across the serengeti what animal in what scenario would you liken him to going in the opposite direction on the pitch. He's like a koala bear in 45 degrees temperatures that just can't be asked to move. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work? Yeah, it's not as romantic. but It's not yeah. as romantic. But I did I don't put you on the spot. <laughs> and um, the other news this week is Everton, who I do believe are having their arses handed to them by Leon right now in the Europa League. which Finished 3-0. Finish 3-0, there you go. Yeah. We'll put aid to their um, European adventures for the season. Um, big links with Sam Allardyce. Uh, Nick, uh, Sam Allardyce said he was retiring when he left Palace. Are you are you surprised to hear now that all of a sudden he's interested in a team? 
when I when I heard this this afternoon, I have to say I had a private chuckle to myself, knowing that I was going to be talking to you tonight. <laughs> no, 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 when he was appointed as palace manager, let's say you were forthright in your opinion and about his ethics and what he stands for. Now, this is the bloke that's left Crystal Palace because he wants to spend more time with his family uh, after the Manchester thing. He doesn't. He wants time away from the game. He would be interested in perhaps a couple of international jobs should they come up. And as soon as somebody waves a five-pound note in front of him, he's off to Everton like a shot. Now, tell, what do you feel about it? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Well, I've, I've already hung myself Ari Allardyce on Twitter this week, where um, I've just, you know, my opinion is he's lauded as a hero, but I think he did a lot more damage than he actually um, plastered over, if you like, because. You know, he spent a lot of money on people like Jeffrey Schlupp and Patrick Van Arnholt who are no better than Pap Soiree. And I know we needed to replace him and blah, 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 blah. I'm not doing this, Nick. You're you're <laughs> doing to me what I do to you. Correct. I'm not doing this. So, Albert, are you happy for him to go there if we, because we'll get the two million that um, we thankfully signed into his uh, retirement? Uh can give a shit what he does either way to be honest uh, if we get a couple million quid out of it great um but yeah sam allardyce is he was here for five minutes and i'm trying not to think about it too much so yeah if he rocks up at everton good luck to him indeed except from if his first game is in fact the one after the international break against crystal palace yeah that and, could be that. interesting yeah, well, it certainly will be. Right, um, we're going to go off for a short jingle and then we will be back to talk about the Brighton tickets scenario. There are 99 reasons to hate Brighton. Homophobia doesn't need to be one of them. Follow us on Twitter at Proud and Palace. Right, yes, this week, unfortunately, we don't have an opposition fan because um, either Spurs fans are too busy still celebrating Real Madrid's last night or they're a little bit too stush to come on a Crystal Palace podcast. I'm not going to suggest which one it is, <laughs> but um, it might be the former, it might be the latter. So instead, we're going to discuss uh, Brighton points. So, I don't know. So, Mr. Philpot, do you have enough points to go to the game? Uh, sadly, no, I don't. So you don't, there's no way you can get your hands on a ticket. And you know that I've been set up here. You know that I've been set up here. Um, it appeared that I may have a contact that has managed to get me a ticket. Why did you ask? Oh no, I'm, I'm not saying. No, I'm not setting you up. I'm just. It's just. Um, you set yourself up there, bruv. Yeah. <laughs> why, why? Why? How are you getting your hands on a ticket, Mister Philpot? Well, we have a particular vocal section in the corner of the homestyle. Okay. Um, where, you, where you sit very close to. That's, and that's, I sit very close to, and I actually have a relative that's in them, in and amongst them. Uh, and uh, there was a deadline they put out on Twitter the other day. Uh, and you pays your money, you get your ticket. And um, how many points do you have? 1,500. You've only got 1,500 points? Yeah. Wow. Well, and... and Albert, I mean, Albert, I know, I know you don't have enough points. Your your work takes you away from it too often for you to have anywhere near enough points. But do you have more than Philpot? Mate, I am creaming it over Philpot. Uh, I think I'm on... There's an image I didn't want to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a bad choice of words. Uh, I'm on a, I've got so many more points than Philpot. 
Uh, I think I'm on about 3,800, so I'm just just shy. Just shy of I'm, enough, yeah. I'm, I'm, what, what's that? I'm, I'm about 10, 10 adult home shirts shy. Yeah. <laughs> well, with with the ten percent off this weekend, or without oh, what? it, what? I'm, I'm ten limited edition Crystal <laughs> Palace Monopoly board games. <laughs> shy. Um, we uh, two seasons ago, maybe um, as a as a joke, my friend Nick turned up to an away journey to Swansea with one of the games of Monopoly and said, "We're playing Palace Monopoly on the journey," and. Um, <laughs> I mean, it looks different, but it was definitely Monopoly, and we were close to bottling each other by the end of the journey back. That was for sure. <laughs> what What are the counters on the? Is it like players? Yeah, it's no. all, it's all players. So all of the venues are players. So you know, Whitechapel is a player, not oh, right. Whitechapel. But, but what are the figures? You know, the dog, the car. Oh no, those, those are actually the same. Weirdly, but oh, I think there's I think there's a, there's a football. Thirty spread. quid. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Did you say one of them was a football? I think so. Where did it stand the board then? <laughs> well, it's on a little stand, mate. It doesn't just fold it out, does it? <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, well, obviously, um, I mean, I have I have 4,300 was the second phase after away season ticket holders for the ticket. Um, I, I, I'm pushing 8,000 8, points. And I will hasten to add that I don't use my season ticket card for any um, purchases of alcohol or anything at halftime because I have enough points, so I always make sure that those go to other people. And um, so, how do you feel not, about not it? Nick, but, you don't. No, not 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 Nick, obviously. But so, I mean, it, it feels like kind of like a mute question now that Nick Philpot's going with only fifteen hundred points, but. Uh, <laughs> My my old man has uh, four thousand two hundred no four thousand and twenty points, so he's just short basically of getting a ticket. Um, is it wrong that I'm giving him my ticket, Nick? Do you think that's wrong? I think, and I'm I'm speaking from it from a, and I'm going to be very serious for a minute from an absolutely um, selfish point of view. Um, there should be more controls, and this is speaking for somebody who's getting one of these. He's allegedly getting one of these tickets. I haven't got a ticket yet. Uh, I've been told I'm getting a ticket. Don't backtrack, you scum. No, yeah. <laughs> and I actually, and there's a lot of it does feel for the people that have got those tickets, that, you know, those po- enough points on their season tickets. Um, the only thing I will say to that, those people out there, and there's, there are, my understanding is, uh, what did the statement say? Was it 600 tickets that they're negotiating with the club for the, the Brighton? Well, there's not 600 members of that particular singing section of the fan base, is there? There's only probably 150 of them down there. So I probably am not alone. It doesn't make it right, but I'm probably not alone in the fact that I'm getting one of these tickets. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea how many there are. And uh, the HF did tweet me this uh, yesterday and say that, you know, everyone needs the points allocation to go to the game. So, I mean... uh, I, I, I don't know how true that is. I, 600 feels like a lot of a 1,900 allocation or a 2,000 allocation that we have. You also got to remember that for the playoff semi-final, we took less than 2,000 there. We only had 1,962 or something like that for that game. So it's it, what would interest me is because everyone throws their toys out of the pram about this thing and this point scenario. And, you know, everyone wants to go to the big games. And I, I understand that. But it would because it's a Tuesday night, it would be interesting to know that if 
carte blanche we could take as many tickets as we want how many people would actually go because my theory is is that it probably wouldn't be that much more than three thousand so yes you're gonna have you know a thousand odd people missing out but it's it's not like the five thousand people missing out that it feels like <laughs> you know when you read social media everyone's going on that you know it it genuinely just i don't think it's going to be as many people missing out as we think but um alas Crystal Palace, please don't cancel my ticket. I will be giving my ticket to my father. He's only a few points short. But after Saturday, I think we probably got him enough points to um, <laughs> have enough for the 4,300. But there you go. I just wanted to discuss it a little bit. And let's say, I think, you know, that the HF, for me personally, they do so much with uh, displays and, the yeah. displays and so on. They put so much time, effort, and money. Yes, people donate money towards those displays but they put in a lot of their own cash as well and so what if you get some perks that's the way life is people get perks in life and i'll I'll, i'm going to finish it off if you don't mind and i'm going to make a public statement so should there be any repercussions about what you've just said about your season ticket sale i will personally give your father my ticket well there you go i'm sure i'm sure there won't be but um yeah who's gonna give me their ticket then couldn't care less Well, I, w- I want to know. All I want to know is when I'm in Mexico on my honeymoon, is will I be able to find a stream? Because I mean, I don't want to divorce my wife. I, I love her, and you know, we- our marriage has only been a few months. But if we Make can't get find it a- annulled, get it annulled. If it's get it you know, annulled. Under a year, you ain't got to get divorced. Well, uh, but, well, there you go. If I can't find a stream, is that another I'll- match you're not going to then? Oh, I'm away on honeymoon, mate. Have you not heard this? You're a plastic of plastic. You are. I-, I am indeed. I was stupidly well. The listeners probably don't want to know this, but it doubled up with a um, a wedding that I have to go to anyway in the States. So we doubled it up around that time and I took a gamble and the gamble did not pay off because I am missing Brighton away. Gutted for you. The biggest game of the season. Anyway, less of Brighton, more of Spurs. After this jingle, we will be back to discuss the upcoming visit to Wembley. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Homesdale Radio, preview podcast, crowdfunded by Palace fans, for Palace fans. Right, Albert, it's our first trip back to Wembley since the FA Cup final. Um, how do you feel about that? Uh, are, you, are, you, are you over it? Uh, uh, yeah, I was until, I, th- I was telling you, I think I was telling you on the way back from Bristol, I was over it until... About 10 days ago, I went to uh, a high street electrical store to have a demonstration of a projector. And on one of, one of the biggest TVs in the shop, there's only about 20 TVs in there. For some reason, the highlights of our cup final were on in like 4K, 52-inch. Like, I, 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 no, I have no idea why they were on. 
and it just brought it all flooding back. I felt like I was on. Oh, you didn't tell me this. That's brutal. I had the bloke talking to me about the spec of this thing I was looking at, and I just, you know, you sort of your eyes flick over his shoulder. I'm like, hang on a minute, what's that? That's the FA Cup final highlights, and yeah, I I just zoned out, and yeah, it brought it all flooding back. And needless to say, I left the shop without making a purchase. Wow, that's not euphemism. I actually left the shop without making a purchase. (laughs) Mr. Philpot, did um, have you been back to Wembley since? No, I haven't. Um, but I am over it. It's, I think we've got more pressing matters to worry about at the moment than harping back to the cup final. And uh, this Sunday's matches, I think it's very important to us. Uh, I'm pleased to say, see a couple of their quality players may not be available for the game. But it's uh, I, no, I haven't been back since. And I think we need to focus on what's going coming forward, not what's behind us. I mean, I certainly I've been back to Wembley a few times for England games and a couple of and one one NFL game. So I have been there. No, two last season. So I've been there for a a few times. Um, the NFL game, the first one after that was it was tough. I must say, um, you know, I'm I'm not quite like Nick Philpot. I have nostalgia about these things, and I will never get over the Cup final ever until we win one. But um, you're right to point out that there's a couple of. Notable absentees for Spurs this weekend. So, Lloris, Mr. Philpot, has been um, a bit of a thorn in our side down year, down recent years in making some incredible saves to keep us out. So, it's really encouraging that he's missing the game. Yeah, I didn't know about it until today. Um, it's, and I'm actually not even certain who their backup keeper is, but he... Michelle Bourne. Oh, OK. Uh, well, Lloris is, in my opinion, and from the goalkeepers union is probably in the top three in the division, I would think in terms of goalkeepers. So I think he will be a big loss to them, but more importantly, and I'll let you say his name, the, uh, the other, the second person that was injured. Maybe out of Ireland. Out of Ireland. Uh, and that is another quote, but that seems kind of, kind of similar to who, who did you put as left back in our lineup this week? Who did I put in as left back? Uh, the guy we signed from Ajax. Jario Riedemald. That's exactly how you say it. Well done. Well, did I say it wrong on, on my uh, Phil Potts Palace predictions then? Oh, it's Yaro Riedewald, but you're close enough. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, I wish Riedewald was as good as this other fella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You, you sound like um, Glenn Hoddle uh, last night. Did you see this? Glenn Hoddle uh, calling, ever, calling everyone foreigners. Oh, it's really? just, oh, it's, no. everyone's full of foreigners. I'm just like, mate, you played in France for three years for Monaco as a foreigner. What are you talking about? But, um, and he had a go at the disabled. He did. <laughs> wow. Wow. Are we going to bring Eileen Drury into this? Is it right? It's only right if we're talking about Hoddle, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Diamond Lights. Oh, my goodness. No, we're going to leave it. Um, but out of Ireland is a huge miss for Spurs. I think him and Vertonghen are arguably the best centre-back pairing in England. Um, and, you know, we, we, need, we need every, like, leg up we can get at the moment, right? You know, we're, we're struggling. We're bottom of the table. We only have four points. Um, you know, and obviously now we have the hope that they've expelled a lot of energy against Real Madrid in what can only be said is a stunning win. You know, two times defending champions. They're incredible. But um, it's, it was a big win for Spurs. And hopefully they'll, they'll be off their game a bit. So... Nick, do you think that Wilf and Andros, you know, Spurs like to play a back three? Do you think they can cause the problems for the Spurs back three that we caused for Chelsea a couple of weeks ago? 
think, don't forget, you've also got to add into that uh, our front two being Wilf and Andros is a double reason for them to both be up for the game and get at their back three. Andros, obviously, with his Spurs connections, and Wilf because of the continuing speculation about his future and Tottenham and everything else. I think those two will be right up for it. Now, they haven't got Lloris, they haven't got Alderweireld or whatever his name is, okay? And um, I think they've got a perfect opportunity to get at their back three and cause some damage. So, yeah, I do. Yeah, certainly. Um, Albert, Hello. it's encouraging in recent weeks. Well, we, I say encouraging. We don't. Let's not talk about the um, Bristol City game because we obviously have to just accept that that was mainly our reserves. So we'll avoid that because we had some miserable chats in that car on the way home, didn't we? But, oh, dear. Oh, dear, indeed. But um, in league games, it's, it's quite encouraging, right? The way Roy has got us organised. You know, he's... He, there seems to be a plan when we take to the field now. Yeah, I imagine we'll we'll turn up there and we'll go. You know, we'll go very organised, very defensive, and just try and nick them on the break. And like you say, two two pacey strikers who aren't actually strikers. Uh, you know, hopefully trying to catch their back three and find some space up there. Maybe you know, sticking to the wide areas and cutting in and getting shots away and hoping for a lucky break and Ruben Loftus cheek and. You know, do that tiger thing that you were talking about, and <laughs> and smack one in from four yards. Yeah, maybe. Well, this is a problem with Spurs, isn't it? They can they've got a pretty decent bench these days. You know, they can they can take off Harry Winks and they can bring on Musa Dembele. They can take out Deli Ali or whoever else they're playing up in there, Christian Eriksen, and bring on uh, Son, who loves a goal against us. So. I mean, they've got an embarrassment of riches, really. Uh, but one thing that might be key for us, Nick, is that Patrick Van Arnholt, obviously, <laughs> and obviously to Albert, you were there when they were against Bristol City last week and saw the atrocity that is Patrick Van Arnholt live in the flesh. Um, he, hob- he hobbled out against West Ham. Um, and with Spurs loving to play their overlapping fullbacks, Nick, do you think that could be actually a blessing in disguise for us? The reality is we've got two fit left-backs in Schlupp and Van Armholt, OK? And the reality is neither of them are left-backs. Well, Pat uh, Suarez fit as well now, arguably. Well, he, is he ready for the first team? I'd love him to be back. Um, the reason that I put uh, Reid about in is because I was quite, I was going to say, quite pleased that Van Hull's injured. I don't mean it that way. I mean it because <laughs> I think it's actually a bonus to us. Uh, just just and, for clarity, I meant it that way. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think it was it him that... Uh, uh, Handbone called Toberone for. No, that's <laughs> Joel Ward. It's Joel Ward, is it? But I think it applies to Van Armholt after his Bristol display. Uh, um, and the reason I put him in there, because I honestly feel, and I think you're quite right, Albert, that uh, Roy will organise us at the back and make us safe at the back and, dare I say, protect the point um, by putting somebody like Van uh, Riedebell back in there instead of Van Armholt uh, and shore us up the back, have Lucas sitting in front of us. And then if we get the opportunity to hit him on the break, well, let's, we can do just that. We slot bomb, bombing down on one of the wings. Well, that's what we've got to hope for. We've got to certainly hope for something on the break and some luck and whatever. You know, we, we've it's not like we've gone to Spurs in recent years and been battered by any stretch of the imagination. Um, we'll get into that in predictions, but I've been very low-scoring games in the past at Spurs. So with, um, I don't think we'll go there by any means and melt away. But, you know, if we... Well, there's always that, you know, FA Cup 
game in there where you know we nicked a one nil there. You never you never know what can happen. So we'll go there with some faith. But um, let's head off for a quick jingle and then we'll be back with some predictions so we can see exactly how we think the game's going to end. Right. Okay. So last week's predictions. Um, Jack Watson nailed it. He said he said two two, and Tim said one one. Those are the only two people of the whole Homesdale Radio Parish that predicted a draw. Isn't Jack now? Jack's winning now, isn't he? He's I think he is. Yeah, he's, he's he's gone up to eight points with that correct prediction. So, um, does it surprise you that Albert only two people went for a draw last week? Uh, I can't. I, I can't remember what I predicted. To be honest, um, I think I might have predicted a win just out of desperation. Because <laughs> <laughs> because it, it really matters what we predict, you know. It's exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You can't, you know, you can't pre- predict a draw, you know, get off the fence. <laughs> get off the fence, indeed. I think I predicted a 2-1 win, and I think you might as well have. Mm, Nick, can you remember? I can't yeah. really remember. I can't remember. It's uh, it's history, isn't it? This one's the most important one. Go on. Let's do it. Let's do this. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I'm. this is going to be my, you know, when we was in the car, uh, and we started recording the podcast from the Bristol City game, um, Albert. Mm. Hambo said that I put on a podcast voice. Is this? Would you say this is accurate? I mean, that night, maybe like in this scenario, the way we're doing it, it sort of goes under the radar. But sitting a mere eighteen inches away from you, there was a huge transformation. So yeah, <laughs> that night there was major, <laughs> major podcast voice. Okay, but, so. Ba- but, but I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Okay, well, the good thing about that is is I just use the diversion of my podcast voice to open up Twitter so I could read the listener predictions from this week that I didn't and write. That's why you're a pro. And, that's and, why you're a pro. And nobody knows what's going on, so it's fine. So <laughs> Jagerbomb Chris has said 3-0 Harry Kane hat-trick. So um, positive there. Uh, Navis tweeting has said, can you not do a pod this week and just see if Chelsea was a coincidence? Obviously, he's alluding to the fact that um, we didn't do a podcast for Chelsea and uh, won the game, coincidentally. Coincidentally, Nav. Um, but we did we did one for the West Ham game. We got a 2-2 draw, so we'll keep it there. Uh, Mark Jones has said 1-1 draw. Take the lead on the counter. I injure my 10-year-old son in the celebrations because it's early and I'm drunk. Okay, that's... Um, that's, that's Mark Someone Jones. Called child line. Called yeah. Child line. <laughs> um, <laughs> Upper tier Steve has said nil nil until kickoff. <laughs> wow, there's lots of positivity here. Um, Two nil Palace. I've drunk seven pints of Meantime Brewery Yak, and I'm positive Sunday is ours. Uh, that's my pal Nick there. Uh, Steve Rodin, one nil Palace. Wolves to score late in the game. And then, oh, God, there's a lot of defeats there. 4-0. No, I'm not going into those. Uh, of the Homesdale Radio Parish this week, Mikey said 5-0 to Spurs. Patrick's 4-0. Tim's 4-1. Ed and Alex are 3-0. And Lucy 2-1, all in favour of Spurs. And Nick Gillard is the only one who has said that it will be a Palace win with 2-1. But Nick, Nick he'll Gillard... Change it. He'll change it anyway. He'll change it during the game. Nick Gillard's controversy a couple of weeks ago, changing his prediction halfway through the game. Uh, what a disgrace. I think he changed it with two minutes to go when Newcastle took the lead. What an outrage. Trying to get, imagine trying to cheat to win the Homesdale Radio Panels Prediction League. What a disgrace. Um, it, it's, it's an utter embarrassment. But um, Albert, 
now embarrass yourself with your prediction, which which will inevitably be wrong. Uh, I'm going to say one all draw. Okay, and you are you going to give me a goal scorer? Uh, it's probably going to be Zaha, isn't it? <laughs> are you are you suggesting we have no other goals in us? Well, not at the moment, no. <laughs> and Mr. Philpot, what are you going for? Well, before I give you mine, uh, producer William has just said three two, but we know he's on drugs. Three um, two Palace. He went to three two to Palace, and we know he's barking mad. Um, we should, well, basically, just on those grounds, we should make this podcast last for at least another hour so he has more editing to do. because that's, <laughs> or loads, do loads, of sw- loads of swearing. Loads of swearing, yeah. Loads of swearing. I mean, what yeah. the f*** was that, William? You're on your f***ing loony. <laughs> You're off your f***ing face. Oh, well, there you go. There right, you I shall now give you my preview uh, prediction. And I'm sorry to be the negative one here, but I actually believe we're going to lose to nil. Sorry. <laughs> and Billiam in our group has just said cheers lads um, my prediction this week I'm going to go for a 1-0 loss um, I think it's been the common score there in recent years I've, I think we'll be organised and inevitably lose to some sort of sun goal in some variety um, and yeah I mean I don't I don't necessarily think that's a negative response I think it, if we come out with anything from the game we've done brilliantly to do that and um you know, Spurs are Spurs are undoubtedly a very, very good side at the moment. And, you know, the main night game's a hiccup because they didn't have Harry Kane. And it looks like Harry Kane, you know, got a bit of a rest. Spurs rested Harry Kane for the last 15 minutes against Real Madrid. So um, that tells you the sort of task we're up against this weekend. On Twitter, um, <laughs> we, asked, we asked you guys what you thought the result was going to be. And your options this week were, we're better than Real Madrid. <laughs> We're still better than Madrid. Not as bad as Madrid, or we are basically Madrid. <laughs> so 51% of you think that we're going to suffer the same fate as Real Madrid did on Wednesday night. Or Tuesday, no, Wednesday night, that's right. Uh, 14% have said not as bad as Madrid. 6% think we might get a draw. And 29% of you have said we're better than Madrid. Uh, you're all as crazy as Billiam. So... Next up, we're going to have a message from the Review Show. So, over to you, Hambo. Hi, everybody. It's Chris Hambling from the Review Show. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the preview show this week. I'm sure you know, Terence has probably gone into some subject in what most people would call way too much detail. I'm sure Albert has made several unacceptable comments, sworn and genuinely offended at least part of the country. And I suspect that Nick has stated an opinion that you don't agree with. But that's what the preview show is all about. It's, uh, it's a great mix of characters. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed that. But make sure you subscribe to all of our shows. And that includes the review show that I do on a Sunday. We'll be doing a review show of the Tottenham game somehow. I'll be going to Wembley myself. Struggling to get back. But we will be putting on a show. Might end up as a podcast only, I suspect. But of course, do join us for that. And subscribe on your relevant podcast channels to make sure you get it on time um, I don't want to say too much because I can't give too much away but we have a real treat coming for you at Christmas time um, fans of our show who want more you're going to get more trust me so uh, but that's a little teaser for you I won't go into too much detail so of course do join us on Sunday um, yeah I've kind of trailed off a bit there hopefully uh, Billiam can edit around this because you know realistically I should have ended this quite some time ago um but, you know, now I'm in a position where 
probably just going to keep talking until I say something else worthwhile because then that makes it harder for him to edit and, you know to be honest with you he, he gets away with murder because he never has to do a live show and uh, you know of course last week he, uh, he didn't have to do anything because uh, you know we did the podcast cast podcast uh, where Tom produced and by produced I mean held a dictaphone in the car which to be honest with you is where Tom does the least damage you know if you Keep an eye on him throughout the entire show. There's a possibility he might get through one without messing something up. He didn't stop the recording at any random point, drop the dictaphone, or accidentally punch himself in the face, so it was all good. Anyway, I think I, uh, I better go now. Bye. Right, so we're close to the end now, guys, but um, in recording, we've just seen Patrice Ever kick one of his own fans in the head in the um, in the Europa League. My, my goodness. Um, Albert, do you think you could get your leg up that higher to kick someone in the face? Mate, you, look, pu- you look pretty I've, agile. I've pulled my hamstring just watching that video. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we don't condone that sort of behaviour, obviously. Um, right, so no opposition fans of thank this week. Thank you, Spurs, for that. Um, I hope you enjoy your celebrations. Uh, no, no names at Love the Shirt, but <clears throat> whatever. Um, <laughs> One thing I wanted to touch on quickly before we got away is um, I wanted to say um, you know, the sad news that Joel Labanzo, a Royal Antwerp player, 17-year-old guy, died of a heart attack in training to, today. Um, it's obviously terrible news, a continuing trend. Um, you know, you'd, you'd like to think that the clubs are starting to put in the checks on those players that would be deemed necessary. So um, hopefully this will be another scenario where... Um, you know, this this sort of thing gets resolved and players can't get themselves into that sort of position. So, um, rest in peace to Joel. Um, very, very sad, obviously, to lose a player that young. Um, thanks to Billiam for producing. Um, we're very sorry, mate, for dropping in some swear words there, but that's what you get for predicting a 3-2 Palace win. If it is a 3-2 Palace win, we'll all club in and buy you your favourite bottle of gin. I think that's fair, guys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought so. he prefers a nice bottle of mineral water. <laughs> yeah, Evian, Evi- Evian, Patrice Evian, Patrice Evian. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Um, and uh, thank you to Albert for coming on two weeks in a row, sir. It's a pleasure. Wow. We love having you wow. on. It's nice um, to be here. But you, not, you, not in a car. you need to get a job though, because otherwise your family will go hungry. Nah, it's all good, mate. It's all good. It's, it's all, all good. good. And um, yeah. Nick Philpot. Great to have you back on, sir. Um, sad you weren't in the car with us. Um, it would have been... It would have Entertaining. Been much you could have been sad as well and not having KFC that night. Mate, I didn't have to do what you lot did. And fair play to you for that pod because you kept it upbeat after a 4-0 lo- 4-1 loss. So, uh, no, 4-0, wasn't it? Anyway, congratulations, guys. Great to, be, great to be back. 4-1, yeah. Well, um, a friend did message me and say, thank you for making me suicidal. I just listened to your podcast. So um, I'm not sure everyone shares the upbeat nature of it. But, you know, as I said, we missed out on KFC when we were in the car back from Bristol City. Other fast food chains are available. And one of those is McDonald's. And that is where I'm heading to right now. So until next time, guys, up the palace. I'm loving it. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.